man, helping people get closer to God, to take that step closer to God was probably the most and coolest thing that I've ever been involved with. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today I've got a very special guest, Bruce Matthews. Bruce is on our staff down in Houston, Texas, and in his former career, Bruce was a Hall of Fame football player, offensive lineman, and an incredible, incredible football career. So, Bruce, that's going to lead me to my uh, my first question for you. I mean, I think you know on this podcast we're talking about some big topics, um, you know, big questions. It's there's a lot going on in the world right now, and I think the thing everybody wants to know is. Uh, what are we supposed to do with Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers? I mean, it just doesn't feel right. And no, It doesn't. <laughs> I know when we see him in his new uh, uniform, it's going to look strange. And uh, my son Jake plays for the Falcons, so they're in the uh, same division, the AFC, NFC South. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. But, uh, you know, change is good. And it'll be exciting to see what happens, right? It 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 will. You know, I'm no Patriots fan, but it will be weird to see him in a different uniform. Uh, okay, so I do got to ask you. We'll start off a couple football questions, and and then we're going to move on here. But uh, I, I got to ask you about the upcoming NFL season. And are you hearing anything as far as this fall of the virus affecting that? Do you have any inside information? And I mean, I just almost either also want to know like if you were still playing, what would you think about playing to an empty stadium? Yeah, that'd be pretty strange to to play that way. But, you know, I played on the Oilers when we were a lame duck team moving to Nashville, and we had like eight to 10,000 people per game. So it was almost empty. But, um, no, it, it is an interesting time. And um, my boys that still play football are trying to get their workouts in and preparing as though the season's going to go off as usual. What I I have heard is people speculating that uh, they're just going to have a longer training camp, maybe a longer lead-in into the actual season. You just won't have your off-season, all your OTAs and things that people are so uh, used to seeing about this time of year. So it's going to be a different year, and um, just like all teams, you face adversity every year, whether it's injuries or uh, guys uh, retiring and guys being traded away, and um, the good teams deal with it, and the bad teams don't. Mm. Well, in your career, Bruce, you, you did a lot of things, 19 seasons, if I'm remembering right, uh, just an incredible, incredible career. Most recently, you were named to the top 100 players of all time that was announced at the Super Bowl, which is just incredible. And so I know you've got tons of stories, and everybody listening to this is probably going to want to ask you a thousand different questions if they had the opportunity. But if you could, just take a moment for us. And uh, if you had to pick one of your your favorite memories or your favorite stories from your time in the NFL, uh, what would that be? 
I'd say the 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 biggest highlight that I had, and and like you said, I do have a lot of things that I was blessed to be able to to do. But the the thing I most enjoyed was, <laughs> excuse me, getting to play against my older brother Clay. Uh, he he's five years older than me. He was the first round pick of the Browns back in '78. And if you recall, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, and the Houston Oilers, my team, we were in the same division. Uh, the AFC Central before realignment. And um, so we had the opportunity to play against my brother twice a year. So for the four years or five years leading up to me coming into the NFL, I was a huge fan of the Browns. I knew all about their team. I, I grew up a huge fan of the NFL. My dad played, and it just, to me, I was a fan long before I ever even considered thinking that I had the possibility to play in the league. But uh, it worked out and got to play against my brother. We ended up playing like 23 times. And it just, for me, was a treat because he typically was the best player on the defense. I loved uh, game week preparation. We'd talk about him in the meetings. I'd watch him on the films, especially when we played the Browns. A lot of people be wearing his uh, his jersey and signs about him. So it was like I'm this this kid who loves the game, and I'm getting this inside look. And oh, also I get to play too. So it was really cool. And how many times did you beat your brother? That's the real question. You know what, Blaine? I have counted uh, many times. And I know it's 12 to 11, but I can't remember who had the 12 and who had the 11. And now I don't even bother counting anymore. Cause it, <laughs> it, it was just a great experience. A lot of those teams that I was on and he was on, we weren't necessarily competing for the playoffs. There were times that we both were, but every time it, it had a Super Bowl feel uh, for us. Uh, for me at least, to know that I was going to experience playing against him. So it was really cool. That is cool. And just thanks for letting us in the inside there for for a minute. Yeah. That is, that's just fun to hear about. And, and, of course, we are just thrilled to have you on our staff with Search down in Houston. And it's a pretty different career change, I would say. Uh, night and day, very different from uh, what you what you used to do. I think you say I, I got paid to push guys around within about six inches of me or something to that effect. And, and so now... Yeah, push 300-pound 300, 300 guys, three or four, six inches would have been great. <laughs> really be told, hey, you're doing a great job. You're a great guy because you can do that. Yeah, so that doesn't transfer exactly to what we do with search, but uh, no. but you know what does, Bruce, is you've got such an amazing background and, and a, a fascinating story, and you're just a great guy. You're fun to be around. That uh, that people want to be with you, and and they want to hear what you've got to say, and and I would just be curious to know what made you make that that leap you didn't have to do anything really and yet you've chosen to spend uh this season of your life working uh with our organization with search down in houston why'd you do that well 
uh, football used to be the most important thing in my life. And I, I honestly considered it the most important thing. My faith was important to me, <laughs> but it wasn't until, uh, I retired and got out of the game and kind of looking back in perspective and just realizing and seeing how much God's hand was involved in my football career. And as I grew in my faith and looked from the, that perspective of looking back, I realized, man, God blessed me to do this. But at the same time, uh, I, the faith was telling me, God has bigger things for you than, like we said earlier, a person 300 pounders, six inches. So it was really then that, man, helping people get closer to God, to take that step closer to God, was probably the most and coolest thing that I've ever been involved with. And, um, I used, like I said, I used to think football was the most important, but helping people get closer to Christ is the most important thing. And it's something that I'm privileged to do in here in search with uh, Paul Hicks down here. And I actually uh, was involved in a couple search groups and um, getting to know Paul. And uh, he invited me to kick the tires a little bit. And it's just, a ministry that has just really grown on me, and I love the people that are uh, involved with it, the encouragement that I get from them, and what a privilege to be able to, to take part and help and lead people to Christ. Well, our whole ministry's changed, too, in the last few weeks, Bruce. So you've come on and joined our staff uh, in the last year or so, and it looks different now because of the coronavirus, and we're we're virtual. We're doing Zoom meetings, and I know you're doing that, and, and a lot of the people that I've been talking to on this podcast have, have said that this is a time where they're actually experiencing a lot more questions from people that are involved with search, a lot more interest in the spiritual side of life, the big questions about God. And so I'm curious from your perspective, if there is a, uh, a story that, that you'd be willing to share of an interaction over these last few weeks that you think's been, been powerful or would illustrate uh, a broader point, or, or even if there's just a theme, a topic that's come up that you've been addressing, just kind of give us a flavor of what's going on in, in your ministry down there in Houston. Yeah, Blaine, the, the biggest thing is really the theme of people sharing with me that this has, I mean, God didn't cause the coronavirus. He allowed it to happen. But that being said, man, the, the benefits that have come out of it, it's caused people, like you said, to ask questions and start thinking about the big questions in life. And, you know, why does this stuff happen? And, and how does God work through this ordeal? But I get from people that they're very thankful that uh, God has allowed it to happen and that their relationships with their families have benefited. Their spiritual lives have improved because it's forced us to slow down and, uh, I mean, actually literally sit. And we're so, such a busy 
society where if we don't have something on our schedule, we're thinking of something to do to, to fill up that time. And just the, the ability to be still and be calm and to, to pray and to read the, uh, the Bible. It's just such an awesome opportunity that God has afforded us through this downtime. Well, speaking of the Bible, one of the things we like to do on this podcast is just look at what the Scripture says, something that's an encouragement. And and so, Bruce, I'd love for you to share something that you feel is particularly uh, relevant and meaningful to you. And and if you'd just take a few minutes and, and walk us through a passage that is meaningful to you right now. Yeah, I uh, came across it today in my reading, and um, I mean, I'll admit, I there I do experience time of doubt and time of fear and questioning. You're and not supposed to say some, that. You can't say that. <laughs> and I, no, I'm kidding. I wonder sometimes, and you know, I I beat myself up about it because I know that when I'm worrying, I'm not trusting God. And um, just reading today about how Jesus was talking about John the Baptist and saying that no man ever born to a woman is greater than John the Baptist. And uh, when he was imprisoned, John the Baptist, that is, he sent some of his boys to Christ, to Jesus, to ask him if he was the one who was supposed to come. And I've heard that, and I've heard it in different contexts, but it really struck me when I thought of it that way, that here's the greatest man ever born of a woman, and he had doubts himself if Jesus was who he really said he was. And it was just an encouragement to me. I know it's an encouragement to people who hear that, that the greatest man ever born to a woman had doubts about who Jesus is. But that being said, I think it's important that we we take the opportunity and to look for those answers. And um, that's what we're trying to do with search. And it's something that, like I said, has really been an encouragement for me because there are answers to our questions. And it's just a cool thing when I finally realized that. Well, Bruce, that is a great way to wind up our podcast. And I wish we had more time with you, but we don't. Maybe I'll have you back again. But just thank you for taking a few moments to join me here this afternoon. Man, my pleasure, Blaine. I I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, and I want to thank everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. Thanks for listening to Search in Your City. This has just been really fun to put these together over these last few weeks. If you've enjoyed our podcast, go ahead and subscribe to our feed. Share this with your friends. If you've got a question, comment, thought, anything like that, send it on over in an email, podcast at searchnational.org. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.